Oh, I've thought about it. I haven't just decided. I haven't decided. So it's still an open case then? Well, yeah, absolutely. Every day. It's always an open case. That's what WIP's for. We'll help you out. Howard's going to try to help out Topper. Maybe Howard can help us out right now. A lot to discuss here, Howard. Live from, from Clearwater, Philly Spring Training. Howard, how are we doing today? Oh, I've never had a bad day in my life. And the fact that I'm in Florida is uh, just makes it a little bit better. It's a little chilly down here, but... Uh, it's okay. I mean, it's just it's baseball. We're rolling it into the next season. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, I don't want to hear uh, any complaining, Howard. It's 35 out here with wind. So, yeah, yeah. Then, complaining. No, no complaining. No complaining. Well, it's, it's only mid, mid-60s right oh. now. So it's just... <laughs> he said a little chilly. <laughs> a little chilly down there. All right, Howard, we got a lot to discuss today. Let's start with the oh, Philly we stuff. we sure do. And then we we'll, sure do. We'll get to the Eagles. Just clueless. All right. Uh, well, because about what? Well, that's that's the uh, ba- well about a lot of things. All right. Baseball, what do you got? I, I've heard you, but no, we can go to the Eagles because I know you want to go to Hassan Raddick. All right. Let, let's uh, let's actually start Phillies. We'll get to the Eagles. So, okay. Howard, okay. do you expect the Phillies to win the World Series? That's that's a hypothetical. I mean, that's a hypothetical question. Do I expect them? I think they're going to have a good chance. There's only two teams that I can see in the National League that are probably better than they are. And that would be Atlanta, mm-hmm. which is in their division, yep. and then the Dodgers. But they, they usually seem to screw – those two teams usually seem to screw it up in the playoffs. So I think the Phillies, are they better – I heard you, you know, the, the nonsense that you roll They're out They're not there, better right? than last year. They're the same. No. Uh, well, but play, certain players may get better. Will, will Trey Turner be as bad as he was last year? No. I, would, I would hope not. Okay, so he'll be better. So then they'll be better, right? I think Alec Bohm could take another step forward. Uh, he's he started to become a better than uh, a better hitter. Uh, he, he'll be a little bit better defensively. So I'm okay with that. You have Bryce Harper for the entire year, assuming there's no injuries. Uh, I'm okay with. Obviously, we're all okay with that. I'm not okay with him playing first base because I think they screwed things up. Because uh, they could have kept Reese Hoskins, but nonetheless, uh, they are better than they were last year. They are better, and they they're they're going to add something. I don't know what they're going to get. It seems like Montgomery wants to go back to Texas, and then Scott Scott Boris is just the ruination of baseball with that guy representing <laughs> players. He keeps so many guys out, and no, nobody's signing because everybody's waiting for a lot of his players to kind of set the level. And it just it just screws things up. But the Phillies really are better, and they're going to get. Joe, can can I just tell you another thing where you're really really bullish? Tell me. Uh, uh, Cody Bellinger just adds another left-hander to the lineup, and you know that left-hander to the lineup uh, is just it's just too much. Uh, yeah, but Ro- but, but the, the other option is Rojas. I don't care if Rojas is lefty or righty. If he can't hit, it doesn't matter. Hey, hey, hold on a sec. Hey, Rob, Rob, can you tell these nitwits, Rob Thompson's here, can you tell these nitwits that I have a good idea about your lineup coming up? It may not be what you want, but it'll be a good idea. He's got an idea. That doesn't mean it's a good one. See, Rob, Rob was very clear on that, Howard. He has an idea. He said, it's, yeah, he didn't definitely say it was a good one. <laughs> I got an idea. But I do have an idea, and I have a good one. Uh, so I do not want Schwarber clogging up the bases oh, stop. In, in the leadoff spot. 
I he want really to clawed see. the bases up the last two years when they, you know, got to the NLCS and the World Series. Really clogged the bases yeah, okay. up. Okay, okay, they scored a lot during the season. How'd that work out in the playoffs? Is How'd it, it work out in the playoffs? It's not his fault. It's Castellanos and Turner stopped hitting the I, last three I, I games. Doesn't, I, I, you gotta, oh, but you've got to generate runs with speed. That's why I'm not going to give you my lineup because I'm going to hand it to Rob Thompson Saturday morning when he's on with me. Okay. And I'm, uh, and I'm just going to – it's almost the perfect lineup. Well, I've got the – I'm, I'm going to try to help you out, Aaron. I'm, I'm going to give you mine okay. right now, and then you could tweak yours to make sure it's better, okay? Okay. Here it is. This is what you need to show Rob Thompson on Saturday. Schwarber. <laughs> Schwarber one. Turner, mm-hmm. Harper, Castellanos, Stott. Real Muto, Marsh, Bohm, Rojas. That's the lineup. Oh, you got to get. I want speed at the top of the lineup. You saw what Arizona did, right? They they don't have a lot of home run hitters, moderate home run hitters, but they generated runs running around the bases. Speed, first to third, stealing bases. That's what you've got to do when when you got to do you got to do it somewhere. You have too many guys on this team that can steal bases. Turner, if he's given the opportunity, could steal at least 40 bases a year, at least. But you're not going to have him steal bases with, you know, with the, the slowpoke uh, who might be on the bases ahead of him. Well, he did I get mean, 30 last year. He probably And he was perfect. I think he was 30 for 30. So he, you okay. know, he's a great base stealer for sure. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm telling you, Stott, I'll give you my first two, and all the rest of them I'll give you seven. A little tease. Stott and Turner. Two speed guys at the top of the lineup. Two speed guys. All right, hopefully Rob Thompson puts you in your place Saturday and tells you my lineup is better than yours. <laughs> All right, Howard. I'm telling you, he's open. He's open to my suggestion. I think, well, I, I think he's telling you that. But we'll, we'll see. Maybe you're right. Maybe no, he'll listen. I, I, I don't know. People, he's thinking. He's thinking, <laughs> thinking about it. Thinking about it. Howard, let okay. me ask you this. Uh, important stuff when it comes to Zach Wheeler. We heard what you said with him yesterday. He asked him some questions. He said market value. Howard, Zach Wheeler's contract extension, or his next deal, let's, let's hope it's here, but his next deal, do you think his, um, his per-year salary starts with the number four? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely I do, and that's what he's looking for. You know, he finally got, after a lot of prodding, oh, I'm going to let the Phillies and my agent take care of it, and, you know, I want to be here. Yeah, that's all great, and that is good that he wants to be here. However... He also knows this is the last big contract of his career. All right, at what thirty years old? Uh, he's actually he thirty-three years old. He'll be thirty-four okay. in May. This is the okay. yeah. This is the last one. Okay, so this is the last one, and he's got to hit. I think he's got to hit the jackpot. And he said, basically, it's it's a business. Paid what you're worth, and then I mentioned market values. Yeah, market value. Well, there's two guys out there that made over forty. And that's Scherzer and Verlander. They made over 40. 40 is the number. It's 40 is the number. Now, the big question is how many years? Because players always ask for extra years because they want to tack. And that's what, you know, Scott Boris did with Harper. We know that Harper's last three or four years will not be anything like his first years here in Philadelphia, but they tack on years. You can't keep on tacking on years. Because then you're going to have to replace these guys, and something's going to have to happen. But I think it's absolutely going to start with a four. Absolutely. There's no question in my mind it starts with a four. I agree no with bad. you on this, Howard. Yeah, this could yeah. be four, one sixty, five, two hundred. That's the kind of deal he uh, he may have commanded here or will command 
when this thing happens. Yeah, I mean, if he's going to get a, he's probably going to ask for a five or six year contract. Remember, Scherzer and, and uh, Verlander are over forty, but he's not those two guys. But he's pretty good. So I think he's going to ask his agent's going to ask probably for six years, and they'll figure it out from there. I mean, do you think Aaron Nola is going to be as productive in years six and seven of his contract? No. Of course not. Okay, and that's that's what they do. They just tack on extra years to get more money. Uh, so I, I think that's what's going to happen. Absolutely, that's what I think was going to happen. Yeah, and it, so low, it, it lowers that number for the tax, too, the more you spread it out. Howard, right, let's get to the Eagles stuff here. Hassan Reddick, we've been talking about this for days. Howard, what's your gut feeling on this? Do you think Reddick's going to be an Eagle next year? You know, the more I thought about it, the more I say yes. Mm. Because I don't think another team is not only going to want to pay him what he wants, and it's probably over. It's probably over twenty million dollars. Uh, so uh, it's probably over twenty million because this is his kind of last big contract if he gets it. So uh, they're all trying to you know hit the jackpot when there won't be a jackpot at the end of this. And I just don't think another team is going to pay him that kind of money and have to give up. It was a free agent; he'd probably have a little bit of, of room there. But and give up something, and it's going to have to be at least a second or third round pick, at least. So I think in the end, and he's probably not going to be happy. Uh, he's going to have to play it out. I don't think he's going to hold out because it makes no sense for a football player because they end up hurting themselves uh, because there's so much leverage that that football has over players who think they can hold out by creating something. It's not the he's not the quarterback. So those situations can be a little different. I think he's going to be back here next year. Uh, and I think they need him. I think they need him. You know, they have too many areas to replace, but they don't want to have to go crazy paying him crazy money. You can only back up all that money so many years. You're backing up, you're backing up so many people with the money at the end with the signing bonus. Now, I think, I think he's going to be here. I really do. Well, I think a lot of people will be excited because most people this week don't want it to go anywhere. They want it to stay. Howard, let's end with this as uh, we talk to Howard live from Clearwater. Howard, your reaction to your guy, Daryl Morey, making a call last week and trying to uh, trade for LeBron James. What'd you make of that one? Complete farce and a complete joke. <laughs> it's a, he called, hey, listen, you know, I, I, it's so ridiculous. You can say you called for anybody and they can laugh at you. You know, I don't know how long they were laughing on the other end of the line. Oh, he's going to he's going to call him about LeBron James. What could he trade for LeBron James? There is you could give him five players off this team, and it wouldn't make any difference. I mean, it's the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. He is a con man and a fraud. Uh, oh, I called for LeBron James. Well, call for anybody. Who's the best player in the NBA right now? Call for him. Oh yeah, I called for him. Oh, okay, I made the call. What does that mean? And all this LeBron James stuff. He wasn't going anywhere he wasn't going anywhere he wants attention here here's it he wants attention and that's what lebron james always wants is attention uh so he got attention with his ridiculous questionable uh tweets and emojis and all that other nonsense he was not going anywhere and for daryl morey for that to get out there and i'm sure it was fed by the 76ers <laughs> and daryl morey when he called for lebron i'm sure james. you're right about that that, that, oh, I know. I'm right. Well, Maury, Maury's done a small career. Right. Yeah, he, he throws this out just to get us talking about the things he's trying to do. Well, exactly right. I mean, exactly right. It's the, yeah. Hey, I called uh, Golden State about Steph Curry too because they were struggling. Oh yeah, great. And I just it's all nonsense and it's a con job. I can't believe 
anybody even pays attention to that guy anymore. Oh, my God. Uh, please stop with Daryl Morey. And the fact that he's stuck here because Josh Harris is too clueless to understand basketball. So he gave him an extension. Oh, my God. This team is buried. Buried. Uh, how did they lose to Miami last night? Well, Miami was shorthanded. I know. They had nobody out well, there. Uh, Wait a minute, and it was a scheduled loss, according to the last coach. Back-to-back games, they played Milwaukee the night before. And then they come to Philadelphia, and I stop. I mean, this is just – and then when Embiid comes back, and I don't think he's coming back this year, mm. Buddy Hilton, I don't know if they're going to sign him next year. Where are all the shots going to come from when Embiid takes 20 shots? Well, we'll have to figure that out down the line. Howard, enjoy right. Clearwater. Stay out of trouble. I don't I forget. Say, I want to pass on one thing to you, Douglas. What, what do I do? Cough, well, <laughs> you know what? For a change, well, actually, you, you didn't do anything. That's normal. Uh, but for a change, you didn't say anything ridiculous. But Alex Coffey, the Inquirer writer, wanted to make sure that I said hello to you because oh, she okay. really liked. Yeah, she really enjoyed talking to you uh, on the story she did uh, for Sunday's paper. We we'll tell Alex I said thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Alex, uh, uh, excuse me, things. Howard, you stay out of trouble. Tell everyone we said hi. T- you know and, and, tell Topper, get Schwarber, <laughs> Schwarber, Turner, Harper. That's how the lineup starts. Schwarber, you know Turner, Harper. We're, we're gonna be, it's going to be a battle on Sunday. And I'm telling you, there's some other things I'm going to ask him that put him on the spot, too. Good. Well, we'll be listening Saturday morning. Rob Thompson with Howard. Howard, we'll talk soon. I uh, see you guys. Later. Have a good one. What a dope. Howard Eskin there. He's got Top. How about that? He just waved Topper over. Topper on the phone with us as he said Howard has some ideas, but he wouldn't say good ideas. Yeah, I think Topper likes him better than, than uh, Charlie did. I think that's a given. Yeah, yeah. Charlie, I remember Charlie wanted to put hands on him back in the day. I think Topper is an ass. Yeah, I think Topper is bemused by Howard. Is he, that what it yeah, is? I think he plays along. He, he thinks Howard's funny. You think he's really going to use Howard's lineup when the season starts? Nah. No. 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 What if he does? I think Schwarber oh, is going to be the we'll lead never, off We'll never hear Definitely the Definitely Schwarber is going to be the lead off Here's what's going to happen. Can I predict how this is going to go over the next three or four months? We're going to debate the Schwarber thing. We're going to dance around it. They may try something else. Maybe, maybe it is Howard's idea. Maybe they try Bryson Stott. And then they will struggle. And then the Phillies will go back to what they do every year. They pull the lever, put Schwarber back in the leadoff spot, and then the season will start rolling. Like, this is what happens every year. Yeah, well, you got you to gotta see if you can do stuff a different way. But if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And they win. When, when he yeah. is the leadoff hitter, they win. 215-592-949. Let's get back to the phone line so you can react to what Howard said. Also, by the way, Howard just slid in there that he does not expect Joel Embiid to play again this season. Just threw it in there at the end. Just, just, I mean, he didn't tell us he was going to say that. He did. Your reaction to Howard's thoughts on Reddick and, of course, the Phillies lineup. And our, our big topic today, do you believe this Phillies team right now, as you look at them, do you, I mean, do you expect it? Do you, do you think it's fair to expect to win the World Series? I, I don't. They didn't get better. You can tell me all about internal improvement. I don't think they got better. The other teams at the end all at the top did. Hugh expects it. And, of course, the Reddick situation. Would you just make him play this year out? Steve is up next on WIP. Hey, Steve. Hey, good, good good afternoon now, boys. How are you? Hey, how you good, doing? Steve. What's up, buddy? So, as far as the Phillies and, and the World Series, yeah, I'm in. I'm absolutely in it. I, I think, it, just like any sport, the ability to have the same coaches a couple of years so they can really start to impart their wisdom. I know that baseball's a long season, but the fact that everybody that's giving them training, everybody is together, same people, uh, they have the same bad taste in their mouth out of the way it ended. I, I, yeah, I'm confident that that they can 
really make a run for the World Series. Uh, as far as uh, Hassan, I just hope he comes back, man. He's a Philly guy, Philly kid. Only one that seemed like he wanted to play this last year uh, on defense. And and they're few and far between, it seems. So, yeah, if we could hang on to him, that would be outstanding. And he's their best pass rusher by, by a lot, Steve. And, and on a team that has a lot of holes, if he's gone, they have to make a new hole to fix it. Steve, give us a guess here for Hughes Clues. Who are we talking about today? What actor? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Hugh, as soon as you said the movie, or not mm-hmm. the movie, but the situation, my first thought immediately went to that scene in uh, Less Than Zero. Robert Downey. Robert Downey, yeah. That's a good guess. That's a good guess, but no, it's that not wasn't. it, Steve. But I, I like where the, the listeners are kind of playing along and, and figuring out the guesses here. So, you know, I, I one of our callers earlier talked about how Eagles versus Reddick, it becomes like a public opinion thing, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. getting their story out. The Eagles get their story out through the national media and the Super Bowl. And then Reddick and his agent and, and Jordan Schultz, who, who was covering the story for Bleach Report, threw out, hey, I want to be here. I'm a Philly guy, all that. I can tell you right now who's winning this. I think Reddick is winning the court yeah, of the public, public opinion. But, but I think that we have to realize that that's not going to matter. I agree with that. It's not going to matter. It probably when, won't matter. No, when it all comes down to it, Eagles are going to do what's best for the Eagles. As they should. And and it's going to be one of those things where Hassan's going to get his money, he's going to be happy, and he's always going to be a part, of this, a part of this run that they had. I think that's the thing that people – we get so caught up in a moment – and we're talking about he's a he's always going to be a Philly guy. He's always going to be a hometown kid that came home and got an opportunity to play in the Super with Bowl the, with, with, in the Super Bowl and play at home. DeAndre Swift, the same thing. You know, it's funny. People arrive, I guess, because he's leaving. I mean, it's, it's they don't want him to leave, but DeAndre Swift is potentially leaving too. Yeah, and now we'll get to that as free agency yeah. arrives. Um, if I had to guess right now, I don't think Swift is back. I don't think they pay no, a running back. No, and I and, and I think we fail to realize that. The Eagles gave Hassan Reddick this opportunity. And if this opportunity presents himself to be lucrative for him, he's going to take it. Bottom line, regardless of how much he wants to be here, if it means putting more money in his pocket, he's gone. He's out of here. And he'll be back. Like I said, he'll catch. they have plans that come to Philly every day, every hour on the hour. They move in and he, out. <laughs> yeah. He, he can come back anytime he get ready. So one thing Howard said to us there to, to hit the Phillies again you know, he mentioned the idea of, though, he thinks they're a better team than they were last year. And he, and he mentioned a lot of the guys that will be better. Now, I, it's the, look, it's the opening of spring training. I want to be optimistic just like anybody else. And I think there's a lot of reasons to feel like Bryce is thought. I think he has another level to his game. I do. I think you could make a good case, and you said it, Hugh, that Bryce Harper's power, it won't take him till June or July to start hitting home runs. But you, you know what no one has said here? There's also players that won't be as good as they were last year. I mean, like, I, it all has to even out. Not every player on this team is going to be better than they were last year. The young guys, Rojas, Stott, Turner, because he was so awful to start last year. I can yeah. see them all being better. But are we sure Castellanos is as good as he was last year? I, I, I don't I would know. Think so. I would think so. I, I, I bank on, when I look at this team and the way that they play for one another and how much fun they had when they went on the run, I mean, that's something that, you know, you, you get to a point where you don't want to be the reason you let your teammates. Down. Sure. You know what I mean? And that that's a big thing. And that's why when people talk about why they didn't add anybody. But you got continuity. And and you have that more so than you had last year because Trey Turner was the new kid on the block last year. And he struggled mightily. And as the season progressed, he turned it around and he played better in the second half than he did in the first half. All those other teams that you're talking about that guys come in on and, and they've upgraded, 
for the last, I, I would say, the last two or three years, everybody that has moved on to another team has struggled with that team for the most part. Because I think about uh, Dansby Swanson and Trey Turner both were two guys that came from different teams and they struggled with yeah. that team. Happened to Correa too last year with yes. the Twins. And, 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 and that's what you're talking about because they don't have that continuity. Now, moving, moving forward, both of these guys are with the club for a little bit longer. It's a little they, easier. Yeah, a little bit easier. But it's the same thing everywhere else. It is. And it happens all across. I'm just yeah. saying like this idea that, that well, they're going to get all this approval from all these guys. I agree on, on let's say four or five guys will be better. But no one is, is allowing for the idea that, like, last year, JT and Castellanos combined for almost 50 home runs. Are they doing that again? I, I don't know. I, I have no idea what they're getting out of Castellanos. And JT is going to be 33 now. He catches a lot of games. So my, my point is they could use more play. They could use another yeah, guy. Yeah, some guys. And I, and I think that there is time to to get the players that we will potentially need. But but I think the season, you start the season out and see what you have first. And that seems like what they're going to do. 215 592 94 94. Is it fair to say this team's got to win the World Series? World Series expectations. I say no. Hugh believes, yeah, that it is fair to say they're going to win the World Series. We'll get to that. Of course, your phone calls. Another clue for you. For Hugh's clues today, we have a four-pack of tickets to the Atlantic City Boat Show in partnership with Progressive Insurance and, of course, the Reddick situation. I don't think anybody's going to get this one, Joe. Uh, no, I think, well, by the time we get to the end, someone will get it. You think so? We haven't had a huge clue going to the 1 o'clock hour in quite some time. Not a long time. We have stumped people today. We'll give another clue coming up. We will get to, as well, the Reddick situation. Should they just let them play it out? Like, force them to play the last year in a deal. And something Topper said yesterday that makes us think there is another move coming. We'll let you hear that next. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. And listen to my friends over at Fandle. Get buckets with your first bet on Fandle in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players or teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. I really like the Fandle. Just visit Fandle.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O and shoot your shot. Fandle Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP Fandle. Well, again, there's a whole bunch of people out there that are free agents, so um, we'll tackle that when we get to it. But um, this kid's done a lot of work in the offseason, a lot of work in the weight room, and he's done a lot of work with uh, Kevin Long on, on swing mechanics, staying back, not jumping at the ball, let the ball travel. Uh, so we can see a little bit longer and react um, efficiently. So um, right now he looks really good, and we'll see how it plays out. That's your guy, Hugh, Johan Rojas. Yep, Welcome they, back. They're hoping they're hoping and praying that he's a little bit more productive at the plate. But Topper also did say there's a whole bunch of free agents out there. That was yeah. interesting. You know I mean, I, that, that's one position I feel like that, that if his bat doesn't improve, that they can go out and get somebody. Well, they're, they might be forced to. I mean, like, it's, it's, they'll have no choice. And they don't have much depth. Like, they don't have a young outfielder at AAA. It was him, right? Rojas was this guy last year. They don't really have a guy that's ready to come up and help them in the outfield. So... If he if he struggles, yeah, they're gonna have to get some. Can we hear it again? Just that part about the free agents was interesting because he's right. It's just, efficient to see. It's kind of interesting. He brought that up yesterday. Well, again, there's a whole bunch of people out there that are free agents. So that makes me wonder if Topper knows something that they're about to sign someone, and it doesn't have to be Cody Bellinger. It could be more of like a, a, a utility, player, yeah, yeah, a, another option, right? There's mm-hmm. some because the, he was 
It's kind of odd they just threw that in and then praised Rojas for what he's done. I wonder if they also want him to earn this spot. They're not well, just going to give I, it I to think, him. I think when I hear that, that's exactly what I'm thinking, Joe. I mean, you, you're telling the guy, hey, listen, this is your job to lose. Like, you could do everything. Like, that. that's putting a little bit of pressure on him because I'm pretty sure his last thought from, from last year was the fact that the bat was on his shoulder in a time where they needed him to come up and step up and, and be, you know, be a, a factor, and he wasn't. So, yeah, and you just tell the guy, hey, listen, this is your job to lose. And, if it, and, and just be honest and forthcoming with him. Like, you, you are the starter going into the season. And if you show me – because, you know, defense – we know what he can do defensively. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but if you show improvement at the plate, then, yeah, it's your job. It, bottom line, that's what it is. Yeah, I think, look, the Phillies clearly want Johan Rojas to yeah, be the good, center yeah. fielder. A couple things. One, he's great defensively. They don't have many of those guys. Right? It's not a great defensive team. He's, he's electric out there. And he's cheap. He's young and cheap. Yeah. That helps to have, you know, if you, could, if you could fill in three or four young and cheap guys on an expensive roster, it makes a world of difference. It's why Sot and Bomer are important. It's why you know, Ranger Suarez has been important. It's why eventually Andrew Painter could be really important. They want him to be that guy. But I, that was interesting there from, uh, from Topper. 215-592-9495. We'll get back to the phones here in a second. But, Hugh, why don't we give people a third clue for Hughes clues today. What are we you ready for this third clue? I am ready. I think the people need it. This this actor dated a famous Hollywood actress. All right, so we have uh, first clue, <laughs> former teen heartthrob. Yes. Second clue. You giving them all together? Yeah, they yeah. they starred in a late 2000s, what'd you call it? It was a popular film saga in the late okay. 2000s. And then the third clue is they dated a famous Hollywood actress. Yeah. It all depends on what you consider famous though cuz now that I think about it, she was all right. She was, or what would you call her, a B-level, C-level actress? I mean, I didn't think, I mean, you know, but then again, I'm not in, in the know in Hollywood like that, but she's all right. C-level? B, maybe B. Yeah, that's better than all uh, right. B-minus? Uh, uh, I guess. All right, B-minus level. B-minus. All right, this the former heartthrob dated as some sort of C or, or B-level. So dated uh, down, you're saying, because this was a, heart, <laughs> a heartthrob. No, you said that. Well, you're right. If he's a heartthrob yeah. and she's B or I guess C, she, I guess, implied. you know what? I'll take that back because at the time, I guess when they dated, she was a heartthrob. Oh, too. she was a big deal. Yeah, oh, she so was a big deal. Heartthrob, heartthrob. Yeah, yeah. Okay. At the time, yeah, I take that back. Okay. Right, just so we're all clear on the clues here. I'm trying to help y'all out. 94. I just had an idea, by the way. It's just, you know, we know how we have Hughes crew during the football season. Yes. We bring on former NFL players. I need to. We need to create a Hughes crew t-shirt, but it's current young players in Philadelphia. Is that right? Maxi, Johan Rojas, Keely Ringo. Those are Hughes crew right now. In yeah, I like the young cats, man. Yeah. Let the young Thundercats play, man. You we got to make it a crew. I just want to say I, oh, I, I got see, a Tyrese Maxey jersey for my son before he became an All Star. I just want to say that because I'm pretty sure his jersey sales have oh, went through, through the, roof. the roof. Yeah, yeah, but I was I was one of the first. Do we want to put a fourth player on there, or because is it a crew four people, or is it is three a crew? Three is three. Three is considered a crew. I, would, right. I would think. I'm yeah. going to see if we could get someone to make this T-shirt. A T-shirt for Hugh. It says Hughes crew on it. It's got Johan Rojas. It's got Keely Ringo. It's got Tyrese Max. Yeah, let the young guys play. Those are your guys. Let the, the young guys play. Let's talk to Walt in Allentown. We're letting Walt play. Walt. What's up, Walt? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? What's going on? Good. Man? Walt, what's up today, buddy? Uh, not too much. First of all, Hugh mentioned how cold he was before. I, I, the coldest I ever was, Hugh, was when I came and I watched you in the NFC Championship game beating the Falcons. It oh, was, it was cold that day. It was cold. That was a cold. 
and I was young and dumb, and I wore steel toe boots because they were the only boots I had. Ooh. And I swear, I almost lost my toes. It was, yeah, that, that, yeah, brutal. that, yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't feel it much until after the game because of y'all. So thank you for that memory. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. The adrenaline kept you through. Yeah, I just I just pulled up the uh, the, the day on Pro Football Reference. Waltz. it was 17 degrees with 26 mile an hour winds. It was cold oh, yeah. that day. Yeah, it was cold. It had snowed about 10 inches the day before, yep. and we were we were tailgating next to the Wells Fargo Center. It was basically snow going all over again because everything that was on top of the center was just blowing down on us. So yeah, that was a, that was some bad decisions. That was a cold day, but yeah. it was worth it and a formative memory. So appreciate you for that. No, no problem, no problem. Um, so for the Phillies, I think the thing that worries me the most is the same issue has plagued them for two straight postseasons, not being able to manufacture runs in the biggest moments. Right. So in, in 22 in the World Series, we're up three games. Or, uh, uh, you know, we're, you know, we had the chance to go up three games and we get no hit, right? So we, you know, that that's a problem. You can't manufacture runs if you can't hit the ball. And when the power goes, you got, you know, you're not relying on anything other than hitting the ball. Mm-hmm. And the, the following year, the same exact thing, right? We're in the catbird seat, we're ready to go to the World Series, and then the power goes away and we can't manufacture runs. So for me, uh, sure, they could make the World Series. And they could win the World Series, but it, it's a coin flip at this point. I, I don't think it's proper to say expectations because they need to figure out roster construction in a way that lets them manufacture runs. Yeah, That's well, it's a I flaw. Think. Now, it is a flaw, and it gets exposed in the postseason, right? The deeper you go, the better pitching you saw. The, the Diamondbacks clearly. Makes it worse, yeah, no the, doubt. The Diamondbacks clearly saw it. Like, if you throw the ball outside the zone to Castellanos and Turner. A little just, bit of chasing. Yeah, they're just going to swing. And, and they used 100%. it. 100%. Yeah. And I, that's like asking a cheetah not to chase a gazelle. <laughs> I mean, these guys have been doing it their whole lives. They're not. They're not going to change it now. You got to. You got to construct the lineup in a way that those guys that are going to do that are still going to do it, and it's not going to crush you. Totally. And they're super streaky, right? That's why in August they were the best team in no baseball. Doubt. The first two weeks of the playoffs, they were unstoppable. And then when they go into a cold streak, yeah. And Walt, I was at that World Series game when they got no hit. That I was behind the. Oh. I was behind the Astros family section. If it was, that it hurt. was hell. It, oh, it was the worst. Walt, <laughs> give us a guess here for Hughes Clues. I I think I have this. And I could be wrong, but I think I think you recently watched the Batman, and I think it's Robert Pattinson. Got it. Hey, yeah. good job. Y'all had, no, y'all had me a little nervous. Believe it or not, I had that. I had that on the second clue. I just been on hold for a while. Well, you so. know what, no, Walt? Good job. No, Walt. You know what's funny? It wasn't. I didn't watch Batman. Uh-oh. I watched High Life, and he was in uh, High okay. Life. I I watched that Batman. I think I recommended yeah. it to you. And 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 High Life is super. Like you, I, I don't know if you watched Saltburn. But no, High Life is super weird. But I only watched it because Andre 3000 was in it, and I wanted to see him. Him was acting. Was he good in it? Was he good? Fair he enough. didn't really. He didn't really have that many that many lines okay. in the movie. I just wanted to see him acting yeah. because I know he left Outcast to act, so I wanted to see it because of him. And and Robert Pattinson <laughs> was the star. Nice. And he was he was weird. Yeah, I bet he was. Well, good job, man. You won a four pack of tickets to the Atlantic City Boat Show in partnership with Progressive Insurance at the Atlantic City Convention Center. February 28th through March 3rd. More information to tickets, acboatshow.com. He was also in Harry Potter, and you guys weren't big Harry Potter fans. You actually, you said, what did you say in the meeting that you, you fell asleep? I fell asleep? asleep the first time I saw Harry Potter. So, so you know who also fell asleep during uh, Harry Potter? Who's that? The guy we just had on our show last segment, Howard Eskin. Mm. I was caught in the middle of a beef with literally Howard Eskin and Harry Potter a few years ago. Is that right? Yeah, because Harry Potter went on, I guess, some YouTube video and was reading bad tweets. He was ripping out. And Howard popped up. And Howard was not happy that, one, I guess he didn't really know who he was. You mean the, the actor that played Harry Potter? Yes, yeah, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Yeah. Howard Eskin. Called him Howard Eskin. 
And uh, Howard didn't go for that, so Howard led that an assault. That is pretty bad. That is pretty bad. If you Google Howard Eskin Harry Potter, the first thing that comes up is Howard Eskin calls Harry Potter a moron. Yeah, speaking of Howard, apparently he ran right over to Topper's office after our conversation and told Topper, I didn't think the Phillies were better last year and had Topper to react to that. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. No, but of course Topper's, I, I didn't watch it yet. I haven't had a chance to see it. But I, I'm sure Topper's going to say his team is better than last year. I agree. But deep down, Topper knows they're not. No. They're the same <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, deep for, down. Well, he's not going to tell us. Yeah, <laughs> it, we're exactly it, the same. So you don't think he believes in his heart, is, uh, heart of hearts? Well, I think he believes that his team is better. they can be better. Yes. But he knows right now their roster isn't. I feel like better. Topper's a very secure guy. Like, he wouldn't, like, if you he were on Twitter. Just to be saying it. He wouldn't block you like Darius Slay did. No. Topper. And no. I like Topper. wouldn't run from it. I'm, I'm a Topper guy. I, I was early to say you should give him a contract. He's the full time manager. Topper's good. But we'll see if he's good enough to win a World Series. Walt in out. Uh, excuse me. Walt, Walt happened, literally just won the prize. Walt, you won. Well, he was, at the top, he was at the top of the board. And I was like, Walt. And I realized that Mike is up next. What's up, Mike? Mike. Hello. <laughs> Mike, Hello. What's, what's up, Mike? This first time caller, I'm a little nervous. Oh, don't be nervous, Mike. We don't bite. You, you'll make the show better. People, people want to hear you. What, what are you thinking, Mike? If not, I'll crush you back I have, here. I have, I have two opinions. I like to get Hughes, uh, his opinion on it. Remember two years ago, didn't Jalen go to the West Coast to one of those quarterback gurus? I don't know if it was Tom House or somebody else. Then he had the big year, the Super Bowl year. I think I he did. Recollect. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah. And I don't, I don't recollect him going last year. No, he didn't have the time because he was, he was working on his brand. And I think, like, like I, I remember hearing stories about the fact that there, there, there was a little bit of uh, time constraints as far as his workouts were concerned because he was so busy working on his brand. Yeah, Mike, it was Tom House who was uh, famously former Tom Brady's former quarterback coach in the offseason. And I also had a thought. You, you talk about Hughes Thundercats. I really like Joe, Rex, and uh, – Keely. Yeah, the, the uh, young cast, the, the young, young corners. corners. Yes. I don't know if you remember. This is I'm going back a ways. Remember when uh, Daryl Revis was the best cornerback in football? Revis Island, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, 60 Minutes had a, a thing about him on there where he went as be, and being the best quarterback in football, he went to some uh, cornerback guy every year in the off season. He spent a week there, and they went over like every play he had during that past year. They did drills. Next day, they'd go over more plays. They did drills. And he'd spend a whole week, the whole year. I mean, uh, every year. I was wondering if, if our guys ever do anything like that. I'm pretty sure they're getting ready for the season now. I'm not sure. You're talking about the young guys, correct? Yeah, correct. I think I think they could benefit a lot by something like that. I'm pretty sure that uh, I would think that with Coach Fangio taking over, and I'm pretty sure that there has been a time where he's called most of the guys that he feels is going to be on the defense and just tell them to get ready for the season. So, yeah, that's something that potentially is it could possibly happen for the young cats. Yeah, and Mike, the Eagles need one of them to emerge. I mean, it'd be great if all three became really good players, but you just kind of think about this roster. They, they really could use at least one. Like if one of those guys becomes a, a good starter for the next couple of years, it could change this whole defense. Well, what I like about Lee, they're not afraid to hit. They mm-hmm. go up and tackle. Yeah, now that's what I like about young. him. You, know, you, saw, you saw that with Ringo, especially right away. I mean, he got he 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 would go he would go right in there. And Job on special teams. Uh huh. But I would like to see him. You know, their coverage get a little better, and I I think they'd be fine with the three of them. But who, you know, who knows? Well, you know what? With their with the situation with Slay and Bradbury, they're, they're probably going to try to move on from one of the two. So I think one of those guys gets a shot. Mike, what do you think about the Reddick situation? Should they, should they force him to come back? I don't think they should force him. But if they can get if they can get something. 
beneficial from him and let him find out what his value is out on the open market and then see if it's beneficial to them. If, if he can't get anything, yeah, bring him back. Yeah, and that well, – well, look, if they could bring him back and everyone wins, we'd be happy with it. Mike, appreciative phone call. So the, um, the, the thought process he had there with Job – and with Ricks and with Ringo, Hugh, mm-hmm. we're going to find out pretty quickly when this offseason starts what they think of those guys because they have to make a couple things, right? First, they have to figure out, are Slay and Bradbury come back? Is one of them gone or both of them gone? Yes. The second thing is, are they going to go after a corner in free agency, right? That's the second. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is the first round of the drafts because there's a lot of corners. If they Pass rushes, too. Pass rushes, too. But if they draft a corner in the first round, they're probably telling us that they don't love the Ringo group, right? Yeah. But if they don't get a corner, a top corner in free agency, and they don't draft one in the first round, your guys are going to get the first crack at it. Yeah, and I think I think that's wise. We have to do a better job of developing players, and I know that is not what we want to do because when we hear development of players, we always think we're not going to the Super Bowl. I, I think that's the, the wrong way to think because we've seen teams, we saw a team the last two years that won the Super Bowl, developed young players on the fly, and they became integral parts of their success as the season progressed. So that's kind of where I'm at with it, man. We, we have to do a better job in NFL, period, of developing young players. That's the one thing that we've got away from. You look at quarterbacks back in the day, way back in the day. Remember, they used to sit. First-round draft pick quarterback, if you got one, he sat for a couple years. It's not like that anymore. You know, we're talking about the Bryce Young down there in uh, – in Carolina, yep. and the fact that we've now assessed that he can't play because he's not been coached up to play. He just was thrown into the fire, and now he has potentially the bus label on his name. Justin Fields, the same thing. Only thing that saved him, he's had, like, what, three offensive coordinators in, the, in his first three years in the NFL, but now they're already talking about moving over him because he didn't grasp whatever it was all three offensive coordinators were putting down, but he did show flashes at times of being a player. You have to make these young guys comfortable, and you have to coach them up, man. Well, here's an example of, I think, what you're, what you're talking about, coaching guys up. So we just watched the Super Bowl, right? And the Chiefs had two outstanding corners on their team. Now, McDuffie was a first-round pick. He had some pedigree. But the other guy, Legereus Sneed, for the, mm-hmm. for the Kansas City Chiefs, I would say he's a top-10 corner in the NFL right now. That's how good I think he is. Do you know where he came from, Hugh? Like in terms of his pedigree, where where they drafted him, he was a fourth round pick, Legarius Sneed, and his first year in 2020, he only played in nine. He only started nine games. Mm-hmm. Oh, played in I guess. Excuse me. Started six, played nine, and three years after that, he may be a top ten corner in the whole NFL. Yeah, now I mean, that you got to get him right, man. That could be comparable. Ringo was a fourth round pick. They were picking yeah. the similar area. Now I don't look. Is Ringo going to end up as good as Sneed? I don't know, but if you develop players, maybe. I tell you what, man, and the one thing that stuck out to me, this whole playoff run, this whole entire run, I don't care which team you talked about, was the play in the run game of the corners. Like, just think about that for a minute. Every corner that I saw, I don't care what team that was in the playoffs, they played press for the most part, and they played. They came up big in run support. P- pursuit to the ball, all of that fundamental stuff that I'm talking about. Everything that I'm preaching right now is fundamental football that has to be taught from the ground level. And the guys that you have now, when I look at them, I don't see them doing that. I really don't. I mean, I like I like Slay. I think he's a hell of a player, and I think that he's also, wherever he is, he's going he's gonna to get an opportunity to play. The, what we need right now to make this team better, I don't think he fits. Him or Bradbury. I just don't because they're, you're, you're asking them 
to be run supporters. They're not going to do that. They didn't do it last year. Well, they no, didn't want to do it last Slay, year. Slay doesn't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. They didn't want to do it. So, And the linebackers, you got to get better linebacker play. So you got to go with the young guys. You have to. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. That's why I'm like, you know, we can go out of free agency and get somebody. Yeah, that's cool. Pay him a ton of money. When you got talent that you can groom and teach on your team, oh, yeah, and by the way, they're not that expensive right oh, they're now. They're cheap. They're, yeah. You know what I mean? Especially when you talk about in an era of trying to make it to the Super Bowl because our quarterback is about to kill us in the cap in a couple years. That's To me, that's the smart thing to do. Well, that's this is a, my, I always do this with teams. They'll tell us what they think of players. Just watch their actions. Yeah. If, if the Eagles and Vic Fangio and Howie, if they believe in the guys you're talking about, they're not going to spend a lot of money or a high draft pick on a corner. If they're not sure of those guys, they're going to go do that. Joe in the Northeast. What's up, Joe? Hey, Joe. Uh, you. Um, uh, we're talking about the uh, Phillies. Um, you know, the, the other caller that called in about the, uh, the, the lineup uh, not playing small ball, that, that, that was a, a major thing uh, in them not winning the last two um, World Series. Uh, you know, not, uh, the, the getting in and uh, one with the Astros and and not making it uh, against uh, Arizona. Uh, but I also don't. But with that, you have to change the players. You know, you have to get guys that don't strike out as much and guys that can uh, hit the ball the opposite way. And they're not going to do. They got all these big uh, contracts, and and uh, you know. Uh, you're not going to be able to move all these players. So you're kind of stuck there hoping that they don't go into those cold streaks. Well, that's for sure. And, Joe, that's why why I brought up Bellinger a lot. Bellinger does not strike out. For a guy that has some power, he does. I just feel like they need one more player, whether it's Bellinger, whether it's a starter, whether it's a closer. I think they're one guy short, Joe. Well, you know, um, I I want to talk about the the bullpen. But, Mm -hmm. see, if they they get – I have a problem with Rojas – not hitting, uh, they still can move Harper to left. Uh, so I would move him to left field, and and then you have you still have Derek Hall there, and you have uh, Winston, um, uh, oh, Weston, uh, Wilson. Weston, Weston, yeah, Wilson, Wilson, yeah, right. You have him uh, that they could that you could do a platoon at first, and I, I also told you about this one fellow they got in, in Reading, Carlos De La Cruz. Uh, he he he's a home run. Hitter, but he's he can play the outfield too. But they say he's below average. That his his position would be first base. So you could always do that if they got stuck. But but see, Ro- Rojas he showed a quick bat during the uh, during the regular season. And but but his, his his pitch selection that he goes. You know, I remember him pulling a lot of balls right down the third base line for hits. Yes, he got doubles. He would pull him past right. third base. Yeah. And, yeah, he, and, yeah. and then he would hit the ball up the middle. So he shows a quick bat, but it, it's just he was swinging so many pitches out of the zone. You know, so maybe he can get better. But this is what I'm saying about the bullpen, uh, Joe, and you. Um, I, I think the way Hopper was, you know, pitching, I think he refers to it as pockets. Bringing your if, – if the one, two, three hitter from the other team – comes up in the seventh inning, you want Alvarado in there. Right, yeah, he's got a no, pocket no. for Hoffman. Yeah, he's got yeah. a pocket for uh, Alvarado, yeah. If you've got high-level uh, pitchers, seventh, eighth, and ninth, they should be able to get one, two, three out, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Other teams that win, 
they don't do it with 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 their. Well, some do. I, I think it depends on no. who you have. Look, no, it depends on no. who you. If you have a lockdown closer, it's different. We didn't have right. one of those. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this is why I'm saying there's an expendable pitcher for the Astros, Ryan Presley. I okay. like oh, Joe. I, Presley's been good, and he's been good in big moments. Joe, good phone call. I would take Ryan Presley. Joe's trying to prove the bullpen here. He believes in Rojas. He's on the same page as you. Hmm. Joe's in the same page as you, Rojas. Your yeah. Guy. I'm printing those shirts up. Hughes crew. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I'm well, is you Douglas okay? <laughs> yeah, I guess. A lot. Listen, he's ready. I mean, well, it's spring training. Joe's been sitting on these ideas all offseason. Now, no, I mean, now Joe, he's ready to go. Joe, I appreciate your phone call. When, it, when Philly season rolls around, Joe in the Northeast is it's his, at his peak. No, this is primetime Joe. Yeah. Yeah, I he, love it, man. I, people are excited about the Philly season coming up. And I feel like everyone has a different idea of what they need. It's like we all see. It's like uh, we're looking at the same. What's it? We did this recently. What's it called? The Rorschach test? The Rorschach. Yes. Everybody yeah. sees something different. Yeah, that's what you see with the Philly. Some people see 120. We had 120 win prediction, I think, earlier in the show today. One. Yes. 120 victories. Would you take the over or the under on 120? Uh, I'd take the under all day. <laughs> I mean, I love my man, but I'd take I, the under all day. I would, was that Bam? That was that Bam was at 120, yeah. yeah. I would take the under as well. Yeah. Vegas is setting it at 89 and a half. I appreciate his enthusiasm, though. That His enthusiasm is through the roof. Kai, at the over or the under on 120, Bam's prediction for the Phils? I'll tell you what. If we get Ryan Presley here, yep. I'm going over. Okay. Whenever you can be thirty-one and a half games off of the the FanDuel line, that's that's the line you got to play. Maybe it's, it's going to be some serious juice on that line. Oh, Ooh. I mean, you might get plus some. Oh, I don't know, ten thousand. Bear is up next. What's up, Bear? Hey, what's happening, guys? How you doing today? What's Good, up, Bear. What's up? I uh, just had a couple things, Phils and Reddick, but I do have a personal request. Kyle said it was okay to ask on the air for uh, Mister Douglas there. I have a, an Eagles game room and fan cave that I've put together down here, and it's taken me two years and about five grand. And the only thing I would request is if I can get an autographed eight by ten of my man Hugh Douglas to put up on the wall next to some other greats that I have down here. Sure, not uh, a problem. I don't know how we're gonna get it to you, but uh, we'll, um, we'll, if you if you I send it here, or? yeah, if you send it because usually when people send stuff, I usually uh, sign yeah. it and send it back. So I mean, it's, it shouldn't be a problem. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I you know. like it's been times where people send like I, I'm. It's funny. I've been signing a lot of jet stuff lately, but yeah, if you send it to the station and and I'll sign it. If I get it, I'll sign it. No problem. Bear, do you need an eight by ten of Kyle and I, or just you? Hey, you know what? <laughs> no. if I get an 8x10 we all take two, a picture together. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just kidding, Bear. But now, Bear, what do you uh, think? Bear, what do you think on the fills? Well, with the Phils, I mean, well, first of all, it's a weird day when I start agreeing with Howard Eskin. But um, wow, did you take yeah, your temperature I, this morning? We got to make sure you're yeah. feeling all right. I, I, I have been feeling a little off, I know, but but no, I I think he's right in the sense that some of the guys that weren't that great last year are going to be better this year. But but I agree with you. I think they need to make one more move. I don't know if it's a pitcher, if it's a if it's a bat, just. Make one more move to show us and everybody, like, hey, man, you know, we're we're taking a serious run at this. We're trying to improve. Um, on the win total, I'm going to go with the station number, man. I'm going to say 94 wins this year. You know, I like that. That I like that tie-in to WIP. 94. That would be a great season. Bear, we appreciate it. Well, uh, you send that photo to you. He'll sign it. Yeah, I always send sign it back photos, down. man. It's not. It's no big deal. 215-592-9494. The Phillies, is it fair as they open up spring training to expect them to win the World Series? I don't think so. They need more for me to get there. Hugh expects it. And Hassan Reddick, should the Eagles make him play out the final year of his deal? No trade, no new contract, just play it out. 
plus audio of Rob Thompson about my take on their World Series expectations. I can't wait to hear what Topper said after Howard went and told on me. 215-592-9494. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP.